Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio on Voice America, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy. Because once you know better, you can do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're happy you're with us today. Now, today's show, Kim, we're discussing why do women need a tribe? Now, tribe's kind of one of those really in words at the moment. It's been really big over social media and, you know, a lot of entrepreneurship, a lot of women's group have been using tribe. What does tribe mean to you? It's your peeps, right? It's, oh, that's even you, more on the, on the end. It's so trendy, right? <laughs> you got to find your peeps. Yeah, it is. And and so today's show is really carving out why are these women important? Why is that community important? And for a lot of us who have struggled to find those women, I mean, let's just face it, women can be really bitchy. And and more of, more of us than not have unhealthy and unhappy memories with relationships with women, I think. Yeah, I think you're largely talking about high school or junior high experiences and the the mean girl and the fighting and the gossiping, even the bullying that we see happen, especially with younger women. And we'd like to think it goes away as they get older, but there's cattiness and we, we get invited into a lot of offices where there's office drama and people problems. And competition. You and know, you know that, that it is the offices that have more women employees that traditionally have more problems like that. And I hate that that's true, but I do think it is true. Yeah. So today's show is really about us throwing all of that out and saying, well, what's a new paradigm that we actually want to live in? Because if we don't want that, what is it that we do want. And most importantly, how do we create that for ourselves? Because I really do believe because we have created it for ourselves. Uh, I believe that it is truly possible for women to love and support each other, to experience friendship without judgment, intimidation, without comparison. Um, but to do that, every woman has to come to doing their own work. We have to overcome our own fear. We do for sure. So we're going to talk today about traditionally why women sometimes are cruel or catty towards each other. And and we're going to talk about how to stop comparing yourself to other people, all that fear, worry about what people think of me, stuff that comes up. Um, and, I, and I'd kind of like to start, Nicole. We both have believe that you put any two people in a room together. The first thing that happens, and it happens fast and largely on the subconscious level, but they size each other up. And there's kind of this, should I be intimidated? Is this person better than me in some way? Should I be intimidated by them? Or, oh, maybe, yay, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a little above this other person. They should be a little below me. And we'd all like to believe that doesn't happen because we don't consciously do it. But we do subconsciously all do it, would you think? Yeah, and this is not just two men, you know, sizing each other up for a fight. You know, this we, this is every single dynamic that you can think of. So this is family relationships. This is within the workplace. This is happening in our schools. Whenever there are two people who are put together, they're automatically trying to work out some level of hierarchy. And that is completely against what we coach and, and what it is that we do here at Relationship Radio, where we teach that everybody has the same 
value, so we don't need to do that. But again, this is subconscious. And I want to talk about the fear that drives that subconscious behavior, because we only are the product of our behavior. That's true. So the biggest core fear that drives, I would think, the largest percentage of all of our human behavior is our fear of failure, the fear that we might not be good enough. And we talk a lot about how this might have started when you were a small child, because one of the first things you experience in life is a lot of people saying, no, don't do that. Don't be like that. Can't you be more like this? And the message that comes through every time a big person said that was that you maybe you need to be different than who you are to get our approval, to get our love and be enough. So we we learn this fear really young. And I think the more people we meet, the bigger it gets. I mean, right? When we start school, the first thing you learn is that there's kids smarter than you, better looking than you, more athletic than you, more popular than you. And that fear just gets bigger. So so that fear is really the issue behind, we believe, a lot of bad human behavior. And so if we're talking specifically about women here, now this, I'm hoping that we are talking to women of every single age. And I know that we have listeners of all different age groups, but regardless of where you are and what your social circle is, if you can just listen to this and take stock for a moment and go, yeah, have I actually ever done that with the women that are around me? And Because if we are actually going to step into authentic friendships and authentic relationships where we're truly not judging, we're not comparing, we're not trying to size each other up, the big part of that is is first of all being comfortable with ourselves, which means we have to overcome our own fear. Because if I can't be in a place where I'm balanced and I'm in my healthy behavior, then you're only going to get the bad side of me. Because that's the part that is triggered. Now, it's not your fault that you trigger it. It's it's me needing to take that accountability to say, you know what, I'm I'm being triggered here and therefore I'm, I'm not my best. This can't go somewhere that's going to be really nourishing and, and really healthy for both of us. Which is why we always say the biggest thing you could do to improve all your relationships is to work on your own fear of failure, your self-esteem issues. The more that you get at peace with your value and you choose to see yourself as having the same value as every other human being on the planet and that you can't earn more and be better than anyone and you can't lose value and be less than anyone. And the more you would work at that, you'll find you, you show up in these relationships calm and unthreatened and therefore more capable of loving and really showing up for others. So let's talk about the maturity factor that's needed to do this because a lot of us have had those awful relationships. We've had those friendships or we've had those women in our life and it's gone pear-shaped and it hurts. It's painful. We've suffered. And so a lot of us then make, again, these subconscious policies about women or about friendship. And I'm quite willing to share that I had a really tough time in high school and I was very unbalanced and uh, this is going to sound very harsh, but it's the truth. I remember standing in the corridor of the year 12, uh, you know, area, common area of the high school. graduation when it was over. Yeah. and, And saying, right, girls, thanks very much. Delete my number from your phone. And, uh, you know, thanks. This has been great. This has been friendship out of convenience. I've had to be friends with you because I'm here. I'm now going to build myself a life and a career and I'm going to university and you guys aren't coming with me. And I know a lot of those women are actually listening to this today. So I'm, I'm here going, oh my goodness, right? Because that's that was the part of me that was in such an unbalanced state that was in such a triggered state back then. And I didn't know what I know now. But it, it then that experience shaped all of the relationships that went on. 
And so if you are a particular shape in the relationship system where you struggle to let go of things or you like being alone and that independence, easier for you to just clam down and go, you know, I just don't do friendship. When I remember meeting you in the elevator in India and saying, I don't really do friendship real well, right? I do business great. Well, I think we we bonded on that a little bit because as arrows, I think, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but every arrow I know has a bit of a masculine energy. And I don't know if it's just our attack and take on the world and build and create and if that has a masculine feel to it, but we relate really well with men. And I look back at my high school experience, my best friends were largely guys because I just related better on some level. And and I sort of still feel that way. Mm. That and and I would guess that a lot of the shape there's shapes that do better with women and shapes that do, do better, better with men. men. It's true. And and if you have had a story, we want you to really look at that and go, what is my story about women's friendships? Do I believe that they're possible? Do I believe they're healthy? Do I believe I need them? Because this is also indicative of what shape you are. So diamonds, arrows, squares, rectangles, triangles, they're the ones who are more likely to say, you know what, I'm self-sufficient. I've got this. Or you know what, the men in my life give me what it is that I need. Or do you think also that they might one friend is enough because we've kind of talked about that. We're we're doing better to build a tribe now than we used to. But a lot of my life, I have so much to do. I'm so task focused as an arrow that I only have so much time to put into extra friendships outside of my family. So I usually maintain one really well. And fortunately, that's you. Um, but it's a stretch for me to have the time to put the time into managing a lot of friendships where m- my friends that are circles, um, we've got a couple good friends that are circles and they have so many girlfriends. Yeah. So that's that's a great point. So circles, octagons, um, you know, hearts, stars, crosses, they're the ones who find it absolutely effortless to maintain large groups of friendships because they they value the world more around their connectedness to others, whereas we value things about efficiency and productivity and what it is that we're doing and our tasks. So that's a really important thing too because the more that we understand, well, what is my own behavior around these female friendships, we can drop those stories. You know, I remember having a story which is I just don't have any best friends. You know, nobody likes me, you know. Oh, that's not true at all. I, I actually am very likable and I have a lot of people who'd like to be in my life. I now need to own the fact that I do find it difficult to manage large groups of friendships. So that's then on me. Yeah. Such a healthier place to be. So as you're listening to the show today, just process your own feelings around it. Where do I think I am sitting with it? Because these beliefs and these policies that we made, maybe as damaged and fractured, immature teenagers, we get to change those policies. We're empowered women now, and there is a lot of value to having a tribe. We're going to explore that today. Now, if you're listening to this for the first time and going, hang on, what are these sheep shapes that they're talking about? Uh, Do go to our website, 12shapes.com, take the free relationship survey, work out which shape you are. That's going to tell you enormous amounts about how you relate relate to other people and more importantly about yourself or you can text 12 shapes to 801-666-2932. All right. So, Nicole, I also wanted to, I want to take us back for a minute to our fear of not being good enough and some of the ways that that actually causes problems in the, in our relationships. And I want everybody to keep in mind we talk so much about fear and how fear is a main driver of human behavior. Matter of fact, your shape comes from largely what you fear. 
Well, one of the the ways that your fears cause problems in these relationships is we project this fear onto other people. So let me give an example. As an arrow, we do have a lot of fear of failure, fear that we're not good enough. That's just in our subconscious programming. And we see the world through a filter of that fear, which means we project it onto everything and everybody. And, and I can look back at my whole life and see any experience where I felt criticized or judged. And all I heard is, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. They don't think I'm good enough. Even a lot of people who are positive towards me, I still am convinced that they might not think I'm really good enough. Because that's the lens through which we see the world. So if we can't own that and we can't actually observe that for ourselves and see that for ourselves, a lot of us then get into projection because the easiest way for us to feel better ourselves about ourselves is to get into the projection of the other people did the wrong thing or they're the villain. So we do get into this projection and shame and blame. And I think a lot of women have found themselves there without even realizing that they're doing it. And I'd like you to share with our listeners, why do we do that? It's like that shot in the arm. We will do anything thing to feel good about ourselves and and that bad behavior is really unhealthy. So when we're suffering from fear of not being good enough and I'm going to call that the shame. We're carrying some shame because we're afraid we're not good enough. We are subconsciously completely focused on finding something to make that feel better. And that that will be your primary focus even though you don't recognize it. Everything you do is about trying to get some validation or something to quiet that fear. One of the subconscious tendencies that all humans use is we look for the bad in others. And we just find ourselves noticing this bad behavior in other people. We tend to gossip. We tend to be more critical of others. And basically, if we can focus on the bad in them, we're, we're literally casting them as the bad guy that sort of by default makes us think that we're the good one. So you've just explained, I think, everybody's high school journey. Oh, totally. Because none of us knew that what we were doing. We never understood it intellectually. You just described that for us. But so many of us, we had that vicious circle. And then it literally, it breaks everything down because nobody's accountable for their own feelings. Yeah. You th- you think back in high school how much time you talked about other people and you know It actually bring makes me feel really shameful. Yeah. I have to tell you. You still have the same value. I do. But it's <laughs> but I just wish that this was taught at high school. I wish I yeah. had had somebody pull me aside to say, you know what you're doing and this is why you're doing it, it's because you don't feel like you're enough. So if you're listening to this today going, you know what? Yeah, I still do this and this is really, really tragic. We want you to take accountability for that and to say, you know what, I've got some work to do. So we actually have two calls uh, that we've already done or two sh- shows we've already done that's in the library of relationship radio uh human behavior 101 um and also human behavior 102 uh, i think where that, we really talk about how to get out of that out fear of that fear because if, if we're do not it. doing that it's one thing to you know you're going to talk about how do you find a tribe and how do you go and do it it's one thing to go yeah i'm going to go and get myself some friends but if you're not in a balanced place you don't need friendship you need to do some work on yourself absolutely true so i also want you to mention really quick there's some shapes that have a higher tendency toward gossip. And I think we all do it across the board. We've all got, we get in shame and blame where we need to see the bad in people. And it's not just people. It can be complaining about organizations and the government and looking for the bad in anything in your world around you is a way to shift that blame and see the bad in them and therefore 
believe that you're a little better yourself. So squares, crosses, rectangles, octagons, stars. They're really the ones who struggle the most with with that that self-esteem piece, which means they are more likely to get into judgment, projection, shame and blame. Yeah. And if you go back and listen to our Human Behavior 101 call where we really teach you how to beat the fear of not being good enough, one of the things you're going to learn is that until you give up judgment, you are always going to be afraid you're not good enough because they go hand in hand. You're literally giving power to the idea that people can be not enough. Every time you gossip or or focus on the bad in another person, you're giving power to failure. And the more you do it, the more you will also be afraid that you're going to fail. So if you want to beat that fear, you've got to stop and get out of judgment. You got to give up that tendency to judge. And and you know what? We just start watching ourselves and we really watch for those thoughts that come into our head and, and just notice them. Oh, look, my subconscious is going there again, but I don't have to voice it. I don't have to give power to it. I could replace it with a loving thought towards that other human being if I wanted to. And remember that we all have the same value. And in that moment, you take your power back. Mm. Absolutely. Because women do need a tribe for support. We need friendship. We need understanding at stress reduction. We need to feel good about ourselves. And we need to feel good about the roles that we hold as women. So that's as wives, mothers, as professionals. And so after the break, we're going to get into how to create that that tribe for yourself and, and why is this important and, and why you should be putting energy into this in your own life to become more balanced and be the best person that you can be. So stay with us. Stay tuned here on Relationship Radio. You're here with Nicole and Kim. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a fan of Relationship Radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up Coaching Program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. 
Welcome back. You're with Nicole and Kim today on Relationship Radio. And we're talking about the importance of a tribe. Why do women need a tribe? And how do we go about getting them? Now, before we jump back into uh, how to help ourselves on this, I want to just take a moment and thank our sponsor, Zaya Active. Now, Zaya Active is an awesome fitness company that is made locally here in Utah. Um, I've been so impressed with their gear. I'm a larger breasted woman and it only took me to try their their sports bra and be completely converted to their entire range. Uh, so if you are a woman who's looking for something new and you do a lot of activity and you're looking for something really new and edgy, I would encourage you to go to their website. Check out their stuff. It's beautiful. I've overhauled all of my wardrobe uh, and I feel great and I feel so confident in their this stuff. So I, I love them and I love that they love Relationship Radio and everything that we stand for. So go and check them out. Zaya Active, that's Z-Y-I-A active.com or in American, Z-Y-I-A active.com. Okay. Now, according to a study done in University of Oxford, women who go out with their friends at least once a week have a better quality of life. They manage their stress better. They have a lower risk of being depressed. Now, this one kicked me in the teeth, I have to tell you. It was sent to us by one of our really closest friends, who's a circle, saying, we miss you. We never spend time with you. We we need to see you more. And so I jumped straight on that in Arrow style and went, okay, we're going to make this happen. We're going out for coffee, friend style, you know, like the TV show. We're going to meet every single week at the same coffee shop. We're going to make it happen. And that was awesome because it's going to completely change it. And this is why this this show really came to my mind is that, yeah, if we don't nourish these relationships, if we don't take the time, we don't schedule it in. Well, that's the part that's making me laugh with you because the only way this would work if it was planned in advance and on your schedule so you could – uh, be organized and, and that's right because this gorgeous friend of ours who's a circle terry i get a text from her three times a week saying when can we catch up when can we catch up and i'm like yep uh, maybe saturday i think maybe tuesday morning and i do this with her and so she sent this to me on facebook as such a kick in the teeth as if to say i'm showing you the evidence nicole i'm talking to you in arrow language because she knows and loves the shapes she showed up exactly in the way that i needed to be spoken to and so we've gone and we've, we've made it happen and i'm so excited about it I have noticed the difference, though, in you, and maybe it's because I can see you more clear than I can see myself, but in a week when we haven't even had good time to hang out and connect, you're more uptight. (laughs) Oh, for sure. You don't do as well. I don't do as well. No. Yeah. No. And I'm sure I do the same thing. Yeah. That, That connection, even for us a little bit socially awkward arrows... It makes a big difference. It really does. And I think this is the whole, the reason I wanted to do this show today was that I think every woman has to be accountable for it because a lot of us have these friends, but we're actually not nurturing them. We're not actually acknowledging that this is a really important part of my life and my life balance. And as a single mom and as a person who's running companies and, and I mean, you, you and I have one pace and it's, it's flat chat or it's horizontal. And I don't really think that's healthy. I love how you put that. So you mean we work our butt off or we're asleep. That's exactly right. (laughs) I mean, truly. That is true. If if somebody was a fly and sat on my shoulder for a week, that's that's what they would say about me. Okay. So when I was in San Francisco at Wisdom 2.0 last week, I ended up with this darling roommate who is a circle. And she told me every day after work, she comes home and she calls three of her friends and she talks to each of them for over an hour. 
Does she not have children? No, she has children. How do you do that? I know, right? I but you know, every and... circle's on the call going, yeah, that's normal. What's wrong with she you? Does, she cooks dinner and does stuff while she talks to all these people. But an hour for each one. I was, I know Nicole's jaw is sitting here hanging open because she's like trying to. But I have admiration. Room. I have to tell you, I have it's... admiration. To it's be amazing. to be nurturing it in that way. I mean, I, I speak to you close to 100 times a day, but we don't even do any pleasantries anymore. It's like, yeah, what do you need? What's next? You know? <laughs> what did you do last? What are you going to do next? Yeah, what are you doing next? We don't have any social, you know, and how was your weekend or anything like that. And and I find out about important social stuff after the fact. Have you noticed that? Oh, you and I both do this. You I'll called say, me. You never told me that. I called you last night on the way home from that meeting. And then you said, oh, actually, you know what? I was meant to be in this place. And I was just, but I've decided not to go. I'm like, hang on, how did this come about? And she's like, oh, yeah, it kind of happened the last three weeks. Hello. I know. It's an error But it's not thing. personal. And it's I think this is thing. important. We've got to be able to laugh at ourselves. And the 12-shape system has, has helped so many women. I mean, we get calls and emails and texts all week long from men and women ar- around the world who just say, you know what, these 12 shapes have just made me understand the people in my life 100%. Now, I don't have to get insulted by the fact that you tell me things after the fact, because I just know that that's the way you do it, and it's not personal. No, and and it's made me at least know I'm not broken. I'm just weird, different than other people, because I'm an arrow, and I'm not a star, and I'm not a circle, but I'm not broken. And I think that's that's been the biggest thing the 12 Shapes has done for me, is it's let me look at all my quirky behavior. And actually, my quirky behavior is all completely normal, because you have all the same ones. That's right. So if you haven't shown this to every single one of your tribe yet, sit down and go and spend some time together and, and you know order some good food and sit down and go, yeah, and laugh at each other and go, you're an octagon, you totally do that. And you know octagons interrupt all the time. And a lot of octagons say, oh, my goodness, I've always had arrows talk really loudly, oh, we right? Do. We both talk yeah. really loudly. So we can laugh about that together. So it's a fun activity to do, right? Circles just, you know, they're just so full of energy and life and adventure. And they're, and they're spontaneous all the time. You know, laugh about these qualities with your girlfriends because uh, it, that 12-shape system was just going to show you so much more value in those it relationships. It also takes the threat when you're with a group of women, one of the things that shows up for all of us is, oh, my gosh, I couldn't dream of being like her like this. And, oh, if I could just have her hair or her body or her clothes or her life, right, that immediately starts to happen. A lot of that comparing and measuring stuff when we're with a group. And it is so powerful to be able to let go of that fear of failure and let everybody be their unique shape and have the same value. I was never really truly able to do that with a group of women and not feel slightly threatened, mm. I almost want to say, in the it's group. It's so true. But the 12 shapes explains it, and it means we're all okay as we are. So send a text message out now to all of your friends in that group text that we all have on our phone that says, you've got to do this survey, and I'll tell you why later. I text 12 shapes to 801-666-2932, or have your friends go to 12shapes.com and take that assessment. Uh, it's so much fun. Okay, so we you also wanted to talk about why even married women who have a great relationship with a fantastic partner, why... They still need 
girlfriends. So this is important for anybody who's in a partnership. So this is married, this is dating, this is whatever it is. Now, this is important because I think that a lot of us place unfair and unhealthy expectations on that one relationship. I think we spread out our expectations so thin that this one person's going to fill me up in that way, that this person's going to fulfill all of my needs, that this person is going to give me everything that I need. And I think that's unfair to that person. And I think it's unfair to the relationship, but I also think it's really unhealthy. I don't think that it's actually fair and healthy to say one person can give me everything. So I actually had a client yesterday who has made her partner fully responsible for her self-esteem. And she's bothered with him all the time that he's not doing his job, that she still doesn't feel good enough about herself. And she's just laid that all as his job, which is completely unfair, largely because that's impossible. He, You are the one in control of how you feel about yourself. A lot of it is your choice. And so we can't make anybody else responsible. But, but putting all the validation you need on that one person is just setting this relationship up to fail. So having some girlfriends, you're going to get a different kind of validation. Girlfriends will appreciate and understand things about your journey and that you do and and your accomplishments in a much different way than a partner would. So here's, here's a to-do, right? Take some action. Write down all the things that you need what, to truly be happy, to for you to be your best. What do you need? Exercise, laughter, rest, intimacy. You need to be heard. You need to be validated. You need to express your creativity. You need to have intellectual conversations. These are just a starting point. Write down and exhaust a list of all the things that you need and then assign a person or multiple person people it will be to these qualities so that you can actually see all the people that overlapped in your life that you actually that you receive those things from that you can nurture those parts of yourself with because if you can then start seeing those things and the people in your life accurately and say yeah I need more fun we call Terry whenever we want more fun we we, we call Terry right And so we can be really clear that who it is that we have around us who can actually give us those things. And so therefore, we're far more realistic about those more intimate, whether it's relationships with your partner. So we're actually not going to be in a place where we're projecting onto that. So that's a job for everyone who's listening to the call this week. Write down what it is that you need and then who it is that you're actually getting those things from. Who can you be reaching out to to get those qualities? And and you'll actually then receive them in a much healthier way. And we've actually got a caller on hold, Alicia. I'd love to hear her thoughts on this. Alicia, you there? There's an accent all day long, Nicole. I oh, love it. Oh, thanks, Alicia. I think the same about you. Oh. <laughs> Everyone has an accent. Yes, but I just love listening to you talk. You're so great. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, Alicia, yeah, you, share you. with us your thoughts about this and, and women having a tribe. What's that look yes. like for you in your life? Um, you know, I um, I love this topic, and it's one that I am so passionate about because I feel that it is so important that women have a tribe. Um, I feel like above all, people need to feel connected with others. I think women need to feel connected with others. And in, like, just kind of my study of this very topic, I read this article about how women are inherently tribal um, so like, you know, a long, 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 long time ago, 
And in countries all over the world, um, all of those women who came before us who lived in all those different cultures, they cooked together and they raised their babies together and they did laundry together and they helped um, one another through all kinds of challenges in life. And it wasn't uncommon to see that, like women in um, communities and in groups kind of helping just support each other in like daily living. Um, And I think that that's really beautiful. I think that that's part of kind of where we come from. You know, these women that came before us were like that. And I think we just inherently have that need um, uh, to connect with women and other women. And as I've gotten older, I've come to more fully understand the value of having those friends. Um, So much of my survival and so much of my sanity, I think, too, is dependent upon finding and having and embracing being part of a tribe. Like, I need that. Life um, is so hard and it can be so painful and so challenging. And for me, my tribe helps sustain me through that. It helps sustain me and, and lift me through the pain. So, so let me ask you a question, Lisa, yeah. because be, I, I totally connect to that whole idea of tribal. And I remember when yeah. I was researching to home birth my babies, I was really reading a lot of that literature as well, that idea that a community raises a baby. And I had this beautiful yeah. blessing way for both of my children with the tribe of women and they painted a mandala on my belly. I mean, that, that was such a <laughs> tribal thing. But I find myself now with children who are six and nine and that energy is hard to get in this day and age because I think I, I agree with you. There's so much that's written about it and that we know that the cultures of the past have done it. How do you go about actually making that happen now in the, in the world of technology and you, you know, where people are just kind of ships in the night? Cause it takes a lot of effort, doesn't it? Yes. Um, that's, as I was listening to you talk, I was just thinking that, well, it requires effort. You have to try. So I recently moved, well, it's been about a year and a half um, that I've lived in my new home, and I left a community that I had been a part of for about eight years. I was very close to the women who lived by me. Um, I still value them as some of my dearest and bestest friends. Absolutely, they are still a part of my tribe. But one thing that I'm learning in my move is that your tribe doesn't necessarily change with geography. If anything, it, it, it can expand and it can grow. And I remember um, one time just feeling so lonely and so sad. And again, the move was just hard. Like my poor husband was like, I remember at one point he walked in the kitchen and I was crying and he was like, you're not handling this well. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. I know I'm not. I'm sad. It's like a lot of tears were shed over my kitchen sink in those first few months of living where I currently live. And I remember talking to my mom about it on the phone. And I value my mother so much. I think she's very wise and I appreciate her insight. And she said to me, you're sad and you're lonely, but what are you doing? Like, are you trying? Like, are you putting yourself out there? And I remember she said, I know that it's hard and it's scary, but you have to try. And so that's what I started doing. I, you know, friends that are women that I had just barely met, like just newly moved in, I would say, hey, let's get together and go get to know each other over dinner. Or I would go over to someone who had just moved in. I would go over to their house and take cookies and spend some time visiting, just trying to get to know, you know, these new neighbors. And so Absolutely. It takes effort. And it's so hard with such a technologically driven world. Um, it, it's, it is hard to have that real connection, that face-to-face connection. 
But really, I think sometimes the best thing that we can do is put the phone away and walk away from it and get out and get face to face and with people. And that might be really scary, but it proves to be worth it in the end. If you can solve the fear, you know, it's worth it. And, and you know what I'm hearing from you is that you actually had to leave your house. You had to yes. leave your house. You had to <laughs> knock on doors and you sat there and took accountability for all of those feelings of, I feel disconnected. I feel lonely. I don't feel like I have the support network. And you actually started pounding the pavement. I think that's <laughs> such an important thing for all of us to hear from, from from other women, which is, you know what? I didn't sit here and everybody flocked to me because I'm the nicest person in the world because everyone wants to be my friend. <laughs> I actually right. got out there and I went and I did something. And, I, and as I'm hearing you say this, I'm thinking there are a hundred apps that I that I know that you can actually connect with local people. Facebook locals just come in. Shape has now got all kinds of things about connecting locally. Um, there's right. so many uh, social groups and meetups. I mean, we could leverage the technology to get out there and – uh, I, I know in the the community I live in, there's actually a page on Facebook of all the new people who come in, and you say, "Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm a homeschooling mom, and and I'm looking for friends. I just moved in." But it takes courage, doesn't it, to actually get on there to begin with? Yes, absolutely, it does. But like I like I was saying before, like it proves to be worth it. And I think if you can keep that in mind as you're going out and maybe feeling scared and nervous, if you can keep it in mind that. You know, like this, this will end up being a good thing. Like this could end up being a good thing. This could be a, a new friendship that I'm making that could prove to really bless my life. Um, and me change, going yeah. out and pounding the pavement, as you say, like I have gotten to know um, the women that live, you know, right next to me, like neighbors by going out and being with them. And I've gotten to know them like they have become dear friends to me to where they have like really been there and supported me, you know, from silly things like, oh my gosh, I'm a sh- I'm short an egg. Can I borrow one? Yeah. <laughs> to, to, I'm Alicia, I'm really sorry, I have egg. to cut you off. We have to take yeah. a break, but I'm no, so nothing. grateful that you called in and that you shared with us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. your wisdom on this. Oh, thank you, Nicole. I appreciate being here. So thank no you worries. So All right. Okay, We're going to so- take a break. Stay with us here okay. with Nicole and Kim. <laughs> It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a fan of Relationship Radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up Coaching Program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back here with Nicole and Kim. I hope you're enjoying our show today. We're talking about why women need a tribe. Now, before we get into the next part of, of our sharing today and our practical tips, I want to just take a moment to thank another one of our sponsors, which is Freeman Lovell Business and Real Estate Attorneys. Now, these guys are fantastic because they protect us in the way that we need to be. We have, have been in our business a long time, Kim, and there's, I know a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs. They've got small businesses at home. And, you know, you're only ever as safe as what your paperwork is. And it's something that we didn't put a lot of time and energy into when we first started our businesses. And unfortunately, it costs us later on. So we absolutely love the guys down at Freeman Lovell. Fred will look after you. Um, His number is 385-355-4826. Their website is freemanlovell.com. And you know what? These guys are great because they help you ensure that your business relationships are what you think they are. We have the best of intentions, but until things are on paper, it's such an important part. So if you are in business, uh, we encourage you to check them out, talk to them, them, they're going to protect you. Yeah, you always say good contracts create good relationships, right? Absolutely. And we learned the hard way. So it's such an important thing. So Nicole, we're going to jump back into talking about good relationships with other women. And and I had a thought as I was listening to uh, Alicia, our guest on the segment before, uh, that we do kind of have to choose the women, we have got to find the people that it's a positive, really uplifting, good experience for us to and hang reciprocal. Out with. That's a big word for yes, me when it reciprocal. comes to friendship, because I, if I'm putting all the energy in, I, I and it's not necessarily fulfilling my needs. And and regardless of relate every relationship in your life, it, there is some level of transaction. There's an exchange that has to be healthy, so it does have to be reciprocal. So we all have the same value, but we are really different. And and I do think it's all right for me to pick women who I relate to, who talk about things that I'm interested in. I remember years and years ago, I kind of had a tribe of women that we went out on a regular basis. And the majority of the conversation was always about things. It was about makeup and clothes, and it was about decorating, and it was about the things in their life. And I I just couldn't get as fulfilled at a lunch when that was the topic. I really want to find some friends that I can talk about things that matter. I can talk about issues and, and ideas and principles and, and, and how to be better in areas of our life. Um, either that or women that I just find fun and entertaining and it's a, a good unwind, but we do have the right and, and we should carefully choose friends and people that it's a really positive, uplifting experience. Do you feel like that's okay? Absolutely. Because I think if we become really intentional about those relationships, I mean, let's face it, trust is also a really big part of our friendships. If I'm going to go out there and I'm going to share all of my stuff, I need to know that it stops there, right? That the trust is there. But also I like it as a brain's trust. I mean, our tribe is, you know what, this is what I'm facing. And what do you guys think? And we have a really cool shape circle with our tribe. There's, we've got arrows and we've got squares 
squares, we've got rectangles and diamonds and circles. And I, I intentionally feel like we created that for ourselves because I like to see and understand different perspectives. I like to get that feedback from others. Now, ultimately, I make my own decision, but it's almost like a brain's trust. And I think this is important. It is. We also kind of want to avoid people that are in a really unbalanced state that are really negative, that do gossip a lot, that complain, that the conversation with them brings you down then that's probably not the tribe that you want to hang out with. We want to hang out with people that help us be more positive, that help us be a better version of ourselves. And I know I I have heard this statistic around for years and years. I don't know where it originally came from, that you become the sum of the five people you hang around most. Do you know where that started? I don't know where it started, but I remember that I've known it for a very long time. I always feel like maybe it was when I was back doing psychology in college. So that's a long time ago because I've I've had that in my consciousness for a long time. I think it did come from a thought leader, but it's been it's been a long time ago. And I do find that it feels to be true to me. I I feel like if I'm hanging around other women that are successful, that are positive, that talk about improving themselves and I they pull me that direction. Where if I hung out with people that were negative and complaining and that kind of thing, they pull you that direction. It's very true. And so if there's a part of your life that you know really needs work, we want to be surrounded by those people who have done that work in their life so that we can actually get inspired by them. We can benefit from their wisdom, from their experience. And they're also going to be more likely to be able to hold that space for you while you are processing and moving through that. Do you think too, if they make the list that you recommended before the break, the list of all their needs, I I found at one point that my spouse met certain of my needs, but there were certain needs that he didn't really meet. One of them was really intellectual conversation at a real high level around personal development. And so Knowing that was a need I had, I specifically was looking for friends who could meet that. And maybe we even want to be that intentional about it. Yeah, so it actually brings up um, one of my clients that I saw last night is that what I heard come out of her mouth constantly was, he doesn't fulfill my needs. He doesn't fulfill my needs. And it, it was so consistent in the consultation that I actually wrote it down. And that's what we do when we, we meet with our clients is we hear what they're saying. We hear that subconscious stuff that comes up. And and then I had the opportunity to actually pose this to her and do you say, do you think that it's realistic that he can meet all of your needs? And and is that a, a part of you, a part of him that you actually loved? Well, no, it's nothing he's ever really shown interest in. Well, then that's kind of fair then that he's not going to be able to serve you in that way. So who's someone else in your life who does have that experience or does have that passion or that hobby and, and go and do something with it. Don't sit here and, and find yourself, you know, pointing the finger and feeling disappointed and despondent. So, yes, become super intentional, become creative. Uh, Who is it that you need around you to fulfill those qualities that's in that list? I remember also telling my partner at one point that I really need the kind of validation that Nicole gives me because Nicole tells me I'm brilliant. She sees my intellect and she really is focused on that and I need that validation. And I was asking for that from him when he's not with me at work. He doesn't see that part of me. That was really unfair to expect that he would see that. I I need to know that I need girlfriends in my life who validate that part of who I am. 
So the 12 shapes can really help with that as well, because if you understand what it is that you value the most and where your core fears are, you can then actually go out there and say, right, I need to be finding more people who have the same value to fill me up in that way, right? So we're very driven. We're very task orientated. So we do traditionally go better with people who are in that line with diamonds, ovals and arrows, because it's just, we had that same currency, right? So we're going to receive those things. But you know what? If we want fun, we call Terry. That's true. Right? (laughs) And poor Terry's getting the rap today. But we love Terry because she does. She's spontaneous and she pushes us outside of our comfort zone. And sometimes I I do. I look at myself in my mirror and I think, goodness me, I wouldn't have done this without Terry. (laughs) And she's so patient with us, isn't she? I mean, she's, she invites us to all this stuff and we can't often go but so she keeps inviting she us. She keeps it's... inviting us. She's just patient with us in our arrow ways and just keeps pulling us towards fun, which is what we need. And and so that's a good example of, of choosing someone who's actually really different from you, but good for you. I mean, I need to become more like her in some you ways. You do, and be more spontaneous. And yeah. me and my calendar, I need to loosen up a bit, right? So think about this very consciously. With the people that you're around, what are they giving you? Are they stretching you to be that that better part of you? Now, before we get on to the next tips, I want to talk specifically um, about our listener of the week. Now, Brittany has emailed into us and she just said that it's completely changed everything with her family. She's a single mom. She has four children and she had spent a lot of her parenting in this story that I'm alone and I'm doing it all on my own and the kids are so hard. And she worked out her shape and she worked out the shape of her kids and she said it's completely changed her parenting game. So she couldn't go outside of her and, and get more resources. It's all on her, but she's used the knowledge from our website. She's been listening to the videos, listening to the show every single week. And she said she's got clarity about her kids and what they need. So, um, Brittany, thank you for emailing us. We've got a book coming out to you today. Uh, we just so, so happy that this is helping you. Uh, this is exactly what 12 Shapes is about. Um, and if you are wanting that information and wanting more help with your parenting as well, uh, we do run parenting and marriage classes specifically for the 12 Shapes, helping you work out your kids, what motivates them, what's their leverage, what's their currency, how do I move this family forward out of old behaviors? Yeah, Nicole, we also have a coaching opportunity for women that's starting in the next week or two. And for for personal coaching with us, this is the least expensive and, and the most beneficial opportunity we have. It's an eight-week coaching program by video conference call with me. And this could be life-changing. If you know you've got a lot of issues with fear of failure and it's in the way in your relationships and it's stopping you from really being able to have the relationships that you want and really feel good about yourself, you will not believe how much that can change in eight weeks. So if that's something that interests you, reach out to us, send us an email at info at 12shapes.com and we'll we'll get you some information about that coaching. Awesome. Now we've only got a few more minutes left for the, to, for the end of the show. And I just want to talk about two more points. The first one is, is that your tribe gives you objectivity and that objectivity is priceless. Unfortunately, when we are in our own stuff, we only see life through that same lens and that objectivity from others in a safe environment where you can be yourself, you can be loved for who you are, where people can actually show up for you the way that they need to, and they can have you in all your broken pieces without any judgment. 
that objectivity is priceless. And so if you're listening to this and going, you know what, the vulnerability piece completely freaks me out about having a tribe. I know there's going to be a lot of women who are diamonds, who are arrows, who are ovals, who are going, why would I do that? Why would I, why would I open myself up to people having any kind of influence in my life? It's hard enough. So what you're really talking about is being vulnerable enough to share what's really going on in your life and let your tribe help you by telling you things that you, you're you not seeing. That's, That's right. the objectivity. Because from an outside perspective, they can see things that you might be missing because you're too close. And particularly the big stuff that you've been wrestling with a long time, the longer we sit in stuff and we don't get resolution and we don't create change, the more mucky it is that we, we start seeing everything through this clouded filter right? Because we get stuck into that behavioral cycle of being stuck and there's no resolution. So this show is really trying to inspire you to say, yeah, I'm going to invest further in the relationships that are around me. I'm going to go and seek out these women, create myself a tribe where I can actually be my best because these women can really be the building of and, and you, you know enable you to turn a huge point in your life. Now, Nicole, I feel like we need to throw in here, if you're with your tribe and you're the one who notices something in your friend's life that she's not seen and maybe she needs a little bit of that objectivity, you want to give her some advice, please, 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 please do it right. And when I say right, the way we teach you to give feedback is to make sure you ask permission first. So I would turn to my friend and say, listen, do you know I love you? And I would make her answer. Yeah, I do. Would you be open to let me make an observation about something I'm seeing that you might be missing? Are you really open to that? Would you be? And and get her buy-in before you jump in. I think one of the ways that we really insult the other women in our tribe is when we just jump in and tell them what they should do and we give unsolicited advice. It's really an insult when we do that. And so please, if you're with your tribe and you want to give some advice or a suggestion to one of your friends, just ask if they're open for that if they'd be open to a suggestion or some advice first and let them get their buy-in so that we do that in a way that doesn't insult them. Oh, such a critical piece. Thank you for bringing that in. Because these relationships only stay safe when we ask that permission question. Mm-hmm. And we want we want relationships that are going to last, which means that we're going to nourish them. We're going to put a lot of intention. So if you think, yeah, you know what, we've got the I've got the right people around me. Maybe you're listening to this to going, you know what, it's good, but it needs some fine tuning. Go back into the archives of all of the shows that we've done. We've done some really great calls and shows all around communication and how to show up and and how to be the support and ask for what it is that you need. So all the resources are there. We've run out of time again. For today's show. The show goes by so fast. We always have content we can't get to. So I'll tell you what, if you're still wanting more content, not only listen to our old shows, but make sure you check out all the resources on 12shapes.com, articles, worksheets. We've got all kinds of resources to help you know better so you can do better. Yeah, we've got DVDs, we've got books. There's a whole bunch of stuff there that you can take from today's show and actually start implementing and creating that change in your life. Thanks for being with us. Uh, We'll see you next week. For more relationship skills and advice, here on Relationship Radio. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but will join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.